Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Chalk Pod. I'm Dylan Weaver. I'm Andrew Sabo. And we're here this week to talk about episode 291, A Name Not a Number, Part 2. Correctamundo. This episode first aired December 3rd of 1994, was written and directed by Phil Lawler, and it was track 6 on album 22, The Changing Times. Interesting. So this episode, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I what mean, that's to say essentially that. the same information as last week. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, ugh. well, it's the same promo as last week. No, this episode has its own promo. Wow, look at you, part two. Yeah, and it's got the. It does have the same cast as our previous week, but mm-hmm. uh, but now we also have. We have Will Ryan and uh, Walker Edmondson pulling double duty um, yeah. as Philby and Tom and Eugene and um, Mustafa. So, hmm. And fun. Bart Rathbun. No. Yeah, I know, but that would be really funny if it was. <laughs> well, I mean, without further ado, do you want to roll the <laughs> promo? <laughs> Is that? I guess that's the show now. I guess that's um, what we do. Yeah, well, we did the I, context. We did. So. We did so much context up top last time. Yeah, this we did. episode. We're just getting down to business. We get. We get right. down. Let's get down to business to defeat the Huns. All right. Let's listen to the promo. When Jason Whitaker believes his troubles are over, they come looking for him in Odyssey. Coming up on the next Adventure in Odyssey, Jason and his friend Tasha must fight to keep a deadly formula from falling into the wrong hands. Don't miss this exciting spy thriller next time on Adventures in Odyssey. Yeah, so that's everything that last week's promo should have been. Yeah, and also that was like all of the plot. That yeah, was like it didn't it didn't give anything away though. It just gave the setup. Yeah. No, yeah, that 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 checks out. And like the music was pretty good. There wasn't too much going on there. Yeah, no, they they did they did uh, more similar to like a Novacom music there. Yeah. Or just minimalist. Yeah. I like it. As like opposed it. to last week's clown music. Yes. Um, Although the so. clown music was nice. Definitely added some flair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I think it's a pretty good promo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's definitely up there. Although, I, I, the thing is, are the plain promos better than the ones that are just hilariously bad? Because the, you know, the ones where it's right. like presumably... There are a lot that fall into, like, the so bad it's good category. Yeah. I the only one that I remember that's like that is the one where it sounds like there's a guy watching TV and there's like a mouse that's like next to him and then starts talking <laughs> to the camera. Yes. <laughs> like, like I do remember that being a thing and that just that's the gold standard. <laughs> yeah, no that that's fair. Talking mouse wins. Um yeah. So this episode obviously because it's a part 2 picks up right where the other one uh, left off like there it, there's no like you know i mean i'm sure on the radio there's a now adventures in odyssey but there's no nothing no teasers no whatever um and so yeah. we get dawson right tasha jason uh basically like i mean they're in the castle right that's a castle 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, oh, yeah, it's picking up right where right where we left out. Off. Yeah, so, so they're, they're in still the castle. in the the Interlochen Castle. Yep, and Blackguard is dead. Um, and then basically Dawson, who had saved the day, starts talking about the Ruku virus and how completely unstable Wait. it is. Hmm? Dawson? Or I'm sorry, not Dawson. Um, who saves the day? Last episode is it Philby? What? I mean, Philby and Donovan kind of, like, are the ones who bust in at the end. Did I write all but, of my notes as... Okay, just the first one I wrote as Donovan. Oh, that's so weird. His name is Donovan. Yeah, I wrote it as Dawson. Oh. But just once. Oh. Yes. I'm so confused. So, Donovan and Philby yeah. um, kind of burst in last time, but Blacker's the one who really saved the day. Yes, yes. And he's and he's declared dead, and Shocker, still dead. Um yeah. In the beginning of this one. Yeah, they explain that Mustafa is in custody, that Abdul got away, um, and that the European security agency will be taking care of Blackard. Yeah. And then... Jace, hmm? Jason says then, like, it's hard to believe he was an ESA agent, which is clearly a line for the audience, yeah. because there's no reason Jason should be saying that. Yeah, he no, Jason has no suspect. For two minutes in a jail cell, and the dude sacrificed his life to save Jason. So why is Jason like, ah, hard to believe? Like, Tasha could say that because she knew him as this guy who bought teddy bears for his granddaughter, but Jason has no business saying that. No, no. It it's it's purely just, you know, wit, basically talking through Jason. <laughs> <laughs> which is uh yeah, love what, that. Would be, what would be even more skeptical and oh, yeah. jerkish about it whereas oh, yeah. jason just kind of sounds like surprised but i believe it <laughs> whereas what would be like brooding yeah cynicism um, um so, so they talk so you, about ruku virus being super unstable and it can't live without this chemical compound ta418 um basically it's like ruku is super it's super unstable it dies if it's exposed to air without ta418 and the only way to get the ruku virus without you know the ta418 is to have it straight injected to you so despite the fact that it doesn't really matter if they were to dump it into the water system blackard is still dead because he did get it shot straight into him so right um, and then the, it's ex- revealed that the the T in TA418 stands for Tasha, because yes. Tasha helped make it. Yep. But then they, they destroyed parts of the formula. So she worked with Tesla mm-hmm. to create um, TA418 and then destroyed parts of the formula uh, because they were afraid that Tesla was going to turn out to be a bad person. Um, spoiler alert, he is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, um, yeah. They so that's kind of that. Um, they then speculate that uh, that Blackard was the one who messaged Tasha and let her know that her cover was blown, which makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just really good conversation between Jason and Tasha that I love. Oh, um, the when it's when Dawson and um, there's no Dawson. Andrew. I'm sorry, I keep reading Dawson. Do- when Donovan leaves and it's just uh, Tasha and Jason. Is that yeah. you're talking about? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, talking about Tasha needing a vacation and, like, you know, 
coming back to Odyssey, and Tasha's kind of like, well, you know, maybe I'll take you up on it, which is weird, because there is, there are, like, episodes where Tasha does come to Odyssey because she needs a vacation, and they're treated like it's the first time, when it's actually not the first time at all. Well, she's here currently, but she's just, or she comes in this episode, but it's absolutely just for business. Yeah, that's fair. She doesn't even, like, get ice cream from Wit's End. Like, that we know of. <laughs> You're right. But, um, um yeah, so, yeah. and then that's when it cuts to Tom and Jason being back in Odyssey, right? Yep. Jason's uh, at Wit's End. Um, mm. And Mayor Tom Riley drops by to say hello. Yeah, and they um, kind of tie that back in and... Yep. There's a whole little bit about Tom being mayor and all the pressures and um yep. Yeah, know, well so then and then he has to he has to leave because uh because his constituents are outside. Yeah. <laughs> Which, Which is what? wild. <laughs> is this an angry mob situation? Like it just sounds like there's I'm picturing like a bunch of reporters with mics pointing them at the wit's end window. Yeah, exactly. Either that or like if by constituents you mean like fellow city councilors are just taking a walk by wit's end. <laughs> that would be the other scenario. Yeah. Um and um, so which oh. leaves that, so that, um, so this conversation establishes a couple things. Jason is staying at Wit's End instead of Wit's house, which is kind of weird, to be honest with you. Yes. But he's As like, there, you know I've what, never what, gotten the impression from Wit's End that there is a place to sleep. Yeah, no. I mean, he's of definitely all just the things be... in that massive building, a place to sleep does not appear to be one. Nope. Nope. That would be, uh, that'd be too much to ask. That'd be too much to ask. But yeah, he's staying there, and Jack is moving in to Wit's house. Mm-hmm. Yep, because it's like Jack is officially moving to Odyssey. He's got all the paperwork finalized, and yeah, you know he's he's coming, which is cool. It's really really exciting. Yeah, um, yeah, we like Jack. Quite yeah, a bit. yeah, yeah. And uh, and there's a bunch of unopened mail, and that's that's yes. Eugene kind of yep. waltzes in and starts talking yeah. about all the unopened mail. And- and this is like our like first real interaction between Jason and Eugene. Mm-hmm. Um and Jason's Jason's definitely like he's the quick witted spy and whatnot, but also has kind of that like small town feel to him always. Um which the show does a really good job with, but like he's he's very uh down to earth, a la Tom Riley, not uh not, you know, crazy person eugene despite like him being very smart Mm -hmm. he doesn't like wear his smarts as a badge in the way eugene does yeah their interactions are fun yeah no and i especially because jason when he's in odyssey is kind of like pretending to be his dad to be honest with you like yeah there's a lot of that definitely read it that way um there's a lot of him just being very understated despite the fact that he's literally a spy and we get the all the uh, the phone bit again. Oh my where word! The, where the, the phone, phone is not connected bit. to anything starts ringing, and yep. uh, and this is this awkward bit where Gene's like, "I I need to I need to look at that," and 
Jason's like, no, 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 don't, 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 don't touch my, don't touch my phone. Yep. And so Jason kicks out Eugene, stays yep. there with the package that Tasha shipped to Wit, and the um, the phone mm-hmm. picks it up, expecting it to be Donovan, and it's Tasha. Tasha! And she's pulling the same bit as last episode, wherein she is outside the window. Yep. I mean, she doesn't quite do the walk up behind him, but... But basically. Same same idea. Yeah. And so, uh... She's consistent. So goes, I respect that. He goes down, and she tries to play it off, like, oh, yeah, I decided to take you up on your advice and come visit Odyssey. Yep. And then Jason's like... Did you, or did you want this? And, like, opens up his trench coat, and yeah. the package is there. <laughs> Get roasted. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, so so Tasha's there. Um, and so, they're, so they're talking about it because, I don't know, uh, is this when, when Tasha mentions that she doesn't really trust Donovan because some she knows somebody double-crossed her? So yeah, she well, sent it to the only person she knew she could trust, which was um, Jason's dad, obviously, Wit. Yep. Um, and because... it's kind of this weird thing because it's like, well, why would you, you know, how do you know him? I mean, obviously, we know he's an agent, but, like, how how does this all work together? And then yeah. Tasha's like, well, well and... the A stands for Avery. Yeah, yeah, and Jason, Jason explains... Like, he does, like, he and Wit decided to, like, not really tell each other about any of their spy stuff, so that if one was compromised, the other one wouldn't know. Yeah. Um, and so that... Which is kind of cool. I kind of think that's really cool. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. The A. Remember when I told you that the T stands for Tasha? Well, the A stands for Avery. Why wouldn't they just like John... Because my... eh, TJ418 sounds dumb. Yeah, I guess. Oh, but it, it doesn't. Right. But, like, it, but then you wouldn't, like have, you wouldn't have Rukita. Yeah, that's You true. would have Rukitja. 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 Rukitja? Yeah. Those are bad. words. Rukita. Um, so, so, yeah. It's... Uh, Oh, it's, it's good, also like basically a, name drop that um, she used applesauce to develop it. Yes. Um, which yep. is a, you know, obviously a callback to the bite applesauce episodes that we covered earlier. Uh, Jason uh, doesn't cool. know about applesauce, and that's why they're, you know, that's how it kind of gets exposed that Jason and his dad don't really talk about work stuff really right. together. Right. Yeah. It. I. The. The whole A stands for Avery thing is, like, glued in my mind. I couldn't have said, though, that we found it out, like, at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you kind remembered of, that. It kind of caught me off guard. Oh, yeah, as soon as TA418 was mentioned, or even Rukita, I was like, ah, Tasha and, and Avery. I know that one. Um, yeah, I didn't remember but, that, actually. Wow. You're not as true a fan as I am. That's true. Um, well, at least not of these episodes. You yeah. are You are big into these episodes. Yeah, I always liked the the more actiony spy episodes, and you like stuff with Bernard. One hundred percent. So yeah, then uh, yeah, so they they don't want to. Um, hmm. 
They want to keep the so, formula in a safe. They need to put it somewhere yep. safe, so they put it in yep. a safe. Which and Jason's like, I've got a, there's a safe at Wit's End. I'll stick it in there. And I'm like, really? Like, that's going to be secure? And yeah, then we find it's out. A, it's a slip of paper. Oh, yeah. You could literally hide it in a book anywhere, and nobody would ever find it, and it would be fine. Or, like, yeah. under your mattress or well, something like it's that. A, it's a package. I don't think it's a slip of paper. I think it's, like, a packet full of formulas. Oh. Well, okay. So hide it under your bed. I mean, the safe seems like a good spot. I just didn't think the Witsend safe was going to be as secure as it was. Well, yeah, that's that, that, that's my argument as well, where it's like, wow, yeah. if somebody were to try and come look for this, where are they going to check first? The safe. like, Yeah, yeah. and so then Tasha and Jason just kind of hang out for a bit, and we yeah. don't get to see that, so I guess that's kind of where you could say, well, Tasha's been around, you know, Odyssey a bunch, but like... We Not don't really. see it on screen, so no. does it count? Um, and then uh, Donovan calls Jason, right? Yes, Donovan. The his phone starts ringing, and Jason picks it up and says, "You know, hey Tasha." And Donovan's like, "Oh, so she is there?" Yeah, and he's like, "Ah, oh, shoot, it's Donovan." And his um, thick Irish Jason's, accent. <laughs> Jason's a uh, Scottish. Scottish. Jason's a. Um, uh, an agent, and he's just picking up the phone with so much arrogance, like, yeah, yeah I know who this is gonna be. Um, anyways. I'm surprised there's so- no, like, code word to pick up the phone, like, you know, I, I almost said, like, Papa John's Pizzeria, but, like, something like that, where it's like... Yeah. yeah. I feel like the secret agent would definitely have some sort yes. of fake business that you have to answer right, the phone Right, right, right. Hello, this is Frank's Breakfast Inn. Yep, uh, <laughs> Frank's Breakfast Inn works perfect. Yeah. Or what? What are they? What are they? Uh, they're NSA, right? Um, yes. Or maybe not, but because Donovan's Scottish, as we've been over. Yeah, but yeah. Um, and so, uh, what's next? They <laughs> so so Donovan explains that Mustafa has escaped. And, and then they, Tasha and didn't it, tell Donovan that she was going to Odyssey. Right. And Donovan's like, oh, well, they're going to come after Tasha. Mm-hmm. Um, and the phone rings in the other room. And Eugene's like, hey, Jason, it's Tasha. And Jason's like, all right, Donovan, I'm going to go hang up and talk to Tasha. I'll let her know. He walks in there. And it's Mustafa. Yep. And then <laughs> Mustafa's like, you know... Um, I'm going to talk to you directly this time. So no she can't use her for, eyes. Yeah. No room for the for the blinky blinky. Mm-hmm. And um, and so, yeah. I Here's my, probably my biggest gripe with this episode. You got a gripe to grind. Mustafa has kidnapped Tasha to get to Jason. Yes. Just kidnapped Jason. Yeah. Like, I hate this using Tasha as bait maneuver. Yeah, well, like, I it's, get it's why seen... it's. I get why it's here, and it works for the story, but it just makes me a little bit upset. Because, like, last, last episode, she got captured, and she was kind of indirectly used as bait for Jason, but that wasn't really the point of it. And she still was very capable on her own um yeah well she pretty much orchestrated her own escape right 
But this episode, she gets, she does have a little bit of that, like, Mary Jane syndrome, where she's yeah. like, ah, I'm now, like, a bit damsel in distress, and I'm just being used to get to the person, like, so that the villain can get to the person who loves me. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I mean, especially in the scene with the gazebo, where it's like, give me the formula or she dies, and she's like, no, Jason, don't do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just, it's... It's disappointing to me to see Tasha kind of reduced to that. Well, um, pretty much everybody in Odyssey is at some point. <laughs> I know. It's the depressing I, that reality. Doesn't mean I, that doesn't mean I can't hope and dream, Andrew. That's true. That's true. There's still um, a lot of new Odyssey we haven't listened to. Maybe they get better at that. Oh, boy. Maybe. Um, and so... Uh, yeah, and so this is, this is the point now where... Well, so they're supposed to meet up at the gazebo at night, at, at midnight, yep. to bring the for, uh, to exchange the formula. Right. That's what that that's the Mustafa situation, and then right. Jason talks he knows to Donovan about it. The formula was sent there. Yeah. Um, we don't know how. It's later explained um, that he has the phone bugged. Yeah. But, um, but yes, and so Donovan. Yeah, so Jason calls Donovan, is like, explains the situation, and Donovan's like, well, it doesn't matter because, like, the whole formula doesn't exist anywhere. And Jason's like, yeah, it does. It's in a package that I have sitting, like, 100 feet from me. And Donovan's like, ah, oh, shoot. Um, well, I'm going to send my agent Delta 2-4 mm-hmm. to come and get that formula. And, Delta 2-4. Uh, <laughs> and you're just going to have to let Tasha die. Yep. Um, and... She knew she knew the risks, and yeah. Jason's like, "Well, I don't work for you, so I'm just gonna do this." Yeah, me. He pulls the whole like, "I don't work for you anymore, so I can do whatever the heck I want," and then just goes completely rogue. Yep. And then he and then he has, but the not whole, entirely rogue. Nope. Like it's played off as though he's going completely rogue, but then it's later. Maybe this was all part of his plan. Partially, I like. So his idea is he's like, well, Mustafa's not going to know what the formula is. So I'll just give him a fake one. And then he goes. Obviously, there's the whole safe situation, which I think he also knows is his backup, right? Right. And he also maybe expects Philby to be there. That part I'm not sure about. If Philby's a surprise Mm. to Jason or or if he knows about that. That part's unclear. But, but, so Jason's got this idea of, like, ah, I'll just, you know, make a fake formula. Mm -hmm. And so he shows up to Mustafa Mm -hmm. and pulls out this fake formula. And Mustafa's like, ah, well, I wouldn't know if it was a fake formula or not. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to call your bluff. And I'm going to gag Tasha, threaten her with a knife, and that is going to make you give me a real formula and not a fake one. And I was like, this plan makes no sense. Yeah. Like, you could you just keep her, lying. <laughs> you call her bluff by being like, you know, by, like, yeah, there's no incentive for Jason to actually give him the right one. Like, he could just take him back to the safe and have a fake one in there. Mm-hmm. Or be like, no, the one in my pocket actually is the real one. And Donovan would have no way of no, or sorry, and Mustafa would still have no way of knowing. Like it doesn't, 
it doesn't work as a like call your bluff scene. No, it doesn't because he knows. Donovan didn't like flip the table in yeah. any way. He's still in the same position. Yeah. Like, Jason knew Tasha was going to die if he didn't give him the formula, and he still was going to give him a fake formula. Yeah. Because he has no way of knowing. It's a bad scene. It's a bad Um, scene. It is quite a bad scene. And then, basically, then Jason caves and is like, fine, go, you know, I'll take you back to wit's end. There's a safe that only I can open because it's a special key that is voice activated. So... You know, we'll we'll go do this, and then uh, it's like Mustafa says something because Mustafa has a thick accent. And it's like we're going to the wits end or something like that. Yes, and uh, it's I don't know. It, it was just an interesting moment that I remember pretty distinctly. <laughs> um, there you go. And so then, so now we're back at wits end, presumably in wits office with uh, with Jason, and then Tasha's tied up, and uh, Mustafa's there. Um, is Abdul there in this one? At this scene? Uh, no, Abdul is, like, outside in the car. Yeah, Abdul is outside in the car. Um, so... And then yeah. Delta so 24 s- busts in. Yep, and it's Philby. Yep. Which is really weird. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't just call him Philby, but whatever. Well, no, 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 but, like, Philby worked for the European Security Agency, not for Donovan. Mm-hmm. And he was seemingly high up. Like, he was he was Blackard's boss. Yeah. So why is he being sent here as the field agent? We kind of figure that I, out I, I, in I a don't bit. Know. I do not know. It, it actually... I'd argue it isn't super clear whether or not Philby was the one that Donovan sent. He might not be. Yeah, he could have been Because we hijacked. find out that Philby is... Is a bad person. Yep. Um, which we alluded to in the previous episode with my ridiculously in-depth teardown, um, where I was like, "Huh, Philby doesn't seem to be adding up quite right." Uh, this is why. This um, is why he's so a Jason. Code. Yeah, Jason does a uh, does essentially a hero monologue Mm -hmm. like he does the whole villain like ah this is this is the whole plan thing but from the hero's perspective which i liked a lot yeah um, it just fits his personality well yeah and so um, at this point philby has cuffed mustafa Mm -hmm. and um and donovan so yeah philby says that he was sent by donovan yep maybe um, but he, Jason's then like, wait, on the phone earlier, Mustafa said like, Hey, watch out. Like, don't use those eye tricks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And how would have he known about that? The only people who figured that out were me and Philby. And mm-hmm. I definitely didn't tell him. So Philby's the double agent. And then Philby's like, yes, I am a double agent. Yep. <laughs> yep. Basically Philby double crosses him and he's like, yes, I work for red scorpion. And then. Um, yep. And then Mustafa's like, now let me out of these handcuffs. And Philby's like, no. no. And then Mustafa's like, well, let me out of these handcuffs. And then Philby's like, no, I don't think I will. (laughs) Yes. And he's the only one in the room with a gun. Who is? So he point Philby. Oh, Philby, yeah. So he, well, I mean, obviously Mustafa had one, but now he's cuffed. Room Uh, for Although he might have just had enough. I don't know. I don't know. No, he did say that he has. That he had a gun because he's when Jason 
who's like, okay, un- untie Tasha now. He's like, yeah, fine, I can still shoot her from across the room. Yeah. Um, but Jason and Tasha don't have guns. I mean, yeah. I guess Tasha's was probably confiscated, and Jason's a good person and also a, no longer an agent. Yeah. So maybe he's not carrying one. Anyways. Wait, so but doesn't Philby's- he turn in his badge and his gun at the end? Yeah, maybe he just doesn't have it on him. I don't know. So, Philby's... All of this could have been solved if Jason had a gun. Yeah. (laughs) But then he'd be a villain. That's Um, true. And so... So, yeah. Philby gets... Points his gun at Jason and Tasha. Gets them to put on cuffs. Mm. um, And then... And then Tasha says to Philby, like, Are you working for Blackard? Yeah. Which literally makes no sense. Yeah. I don't understand why she's making that question, other than, like, the audience knows that Blackard was previously a villain, but, like... But, like, it, she it, has no clue about that, like, and also... Blackard's, Blackard's dead, He you found out he was a good guy, even though he was And he worked working, under like, him, so, like, why right, the heck would... Like, right. why? He worked below Philby, and he also worked below Mustafa. Yeah. So, like, he's clearly not like i i don't know it's nonsensical and it's weird and it bothered me um yep and And so so then uh jason goes to open the safe to get mustafa or to get uh philby the formula for ta418 and i have no clue what happens here (laughs) other than somehow it seems to to take out philby yeah, it, I, it seems like smoke and explosions. Yeah. Um, Jason makes a comment that, like, right behind the wall of that safe is a computer room that runs everything, which yeah. is, like, the whole applesauce thing. So it seems kind of like when Wits End went haywire, but this is only in one room, and also it seems to be slightly more deadly. Yeah, but no. like, Well, so this is definitely somehow, a program. Like, this is definitely yeah. a, a self-destruct type of, like program so maybe maybe there's like electrical currents going through the safe and he gets electrocuted maybe there's i mean presumably like like there is smoke and stuff like that but like i kind of imagined one of those um star wars like assassin droids like kind of from like the mandalorian the ones that are really skinny with the long skinny head and they just kind of like spin around and just do 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 and just get everybody but (laughs) uh, clearly that's not what's happening here no because nobody dies um yeah well and it only only Philby really gets knocked out. Well, and I think it's because Philby was the one opening it, and he was super close to it, because Jason oh. does tell Tasha to get down. And gotcha. also, yeah, so yeah. Tasha, like, Jason knows what's going to happen, so he's prepared for it. Tasha gets down, and Mustafa's presumably on the ground. No, that's that that's fair. So, I... Um, the, only, the only loose end is if Mustafa's, like, not on his knees, which... Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um... Uh, and then Bob Mustafa Luttrell just voices. yeets out the window. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. And he, he's handcuffed, and he jumps out a two-story window. Yep. Um, and they're like, what is he doing? He jumped out a two-story window. I know. I love it. And then he uh, keeps grunting, and like they're like, oh yep. my gosh, he's limping to the car. <laughs> yep. And he hops in the car with Abdul. Yep. Um, then uh, Jason, Tasha's like, Jason, go after him once again. Tasha. You can do it. You got but, this uh, girl. But uh, you got your big then, girl panties on. But then you he's like, it. "No, I'm 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 handcuffed." Um, yeah. And and then he calls the police. Yep. 
So he can make a call with handcuffs on, but cannot run after Ab- or, uh, Mustafa with handcuffs on. Uh, voice activation, bro. We got Mabel's situation going. Hey, s- call the police. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. That's that's have- the only explanation. <laughs> I really hope no one was listening to this out loud and just had their phone call the police. Don't worry, my phone's also on, <laughs> so it, it didn't do anything, so I don't think okay. I did anything to anybody else. Alright. Hey, good. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll just beep it for the fun of it. Um, so, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, so so yes, then Abdul, uh, uh, Mustafa's like, Abdul, take me to, you know, the airport, or well, yeah. I don't know what he says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Abdul's like, no. No. <laughs> he's like you you work for me he's like yeah. no no and then <laughs> and then the door opens and guess who he works st- for blackguard no 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 to quote mustafa blackguard blackguard <laughs> and uh yep so and then Blackard villain monologues explains yep. that he was injected with vitamins, not Ruku. Uh, that's and, what Abdul. Yep. And ever since him. he got out of the morgue, he feels better than ever. Yep. And the ESA thinks that he's dead, so he's immune from anything. Like he's not being yep. followed and anything like that. Yeah. And then he and basically Mustafa's like tells Abdul to kill Mustafa. <laughs> yeah. Well, first Mustafa's like, great. Then we can like continue our plan. And yeah. Blackard's like, no, no, no. You don't understand. Um, he, he, and you're and so dumb. Blackard's like, <laughs> Blackard's like, or Mustafa's like, no, 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 there's like this TA-418 and this whole thing. And, and Blackard says, I know about TA-418. I've always known. Do you th- think I ever cared about your petty revolution or your mosquito of a group? There's so much more going on here than you can possibly understand or even imagine. But you have fulfilled your purpose, and for that I thank you. Of course, you stabbed me with a needle, and for that, make it look like an accident, Abdul. What a bamf. A true bamf. It is just amazing. killing it. He's just like... You are dumb. You done got played. Merk him. Yep. yep. And, uh, yeah. So, so. And then he goes. Blackard. He drives not, off and he does the not, whole, like, cracks his back thing. He's like, ah, oh, oh, it's good to be back again. Yes. Very oh, much so. so good. And Blackard did not, like, so he wasn't. He wasn't working for Red Scorpion or the ESA. He was playing everyone, yep. which is classic Blackard, yep. and it's great. Um, and I love that they made us feel for him, and that like Jason is like gonna continue to think that like he was a good person. Yeah. Um, but but no, Blackard's secretly a villain. Yep. He stopped Jason from getting injected with vitamins. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah. So we then hear Jason uh, Donovan. And Donovan and Tasha, right? Yep. Yep. Donovan explains that the uh that the car must have hit a patch of ice and went over the went over a bridge. Mm-hmm. Um and that's how like Abdul and Mustafa died. Mm-hmm. Um although he just says Mustafa. I guess they probably didn't find Abdul's body because Abdul's not dead. Yeah. But you know, uh it was a good thing of like the uh, you know, make it look like an accident. And then the next scene we hear how it was made to look like an accident. Yep. Love that. Um, Expositional dialogue. 
Yeah. And uh, then uh, Jason turns in his fancy phone. Yep. Um, and explains that he's giving all of this up because uh, Wit asked him to work at Wit's End. Yeah, because he's like, well, why are you, you know, you're so good at it. Why are you giving it up? And he's like, my dad asked me to. And I'm like, yeah. dang, man. Aww, that's, that's sweet. So <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And then, uh, and then Donovan's like, have a good life. Yup. Like, wow. That's and Tasha's real like, final. did he just thank you and, yeah. like, say goodbye? Wow. Yeah. Um, which I think is great. Yeah. That, like, even that is, like, such a positive. Um, and then, uh, and then Tasha leaves, um, but not before she gives Jason a note, which in Morse code says, I love you. And then and Jason the episode, says, yep. I love you too, Tasha. That's where it and ends. And then we hit credits. Man, I love this episode. Yeah, this one's real good. I mean, the last episode was okay. Like, it was it was good. But part two, man, it's so good. Oh, man. Ugh. I, I'm so glad. I'm so glad we're covering this. I'm so glad we're talking about... We're talking about Odyssey in general. Um, yeah. But especially... Especially Blackard and Jason Spy stuff. I've got such a soft spot for that. Yeah, no. It was... It's... It's... These are, like, some of my favorite episodes as far as, like, the Jason spy stuff is such a strange thing that is so different from most of Odyssey that they they do actually pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, the, uh, <laughs> to, um, Kevin uh, T. Porter of the mm-hmm. Good Christian Fun Pod. Kevin Torque um, Porter? Possibly. Um, <laughs> Made made a comment on a on on a recent episode where he said uh, it's as though like the uh, creators of Adventures in Odyssey really like made a bet or like made a uh, like asked a genie mm-hmm. to allow them to write you know a spy show that millions of people would listen to and in return they got like yes you can but it has to be this g-rated kids show yeah Uh, have fun um and like there is something to that where it's like all of these episodes are so well well made and are dealing with like some serious stuff and you're like how did this end up being, like, a show that Focus on the Family puts out? Oh, yeah, no, for sure. I was thinking about that when I was listening to it. I was just like, this is, like, so incredibly different from all other Odyssey. Yeah, it's it's different from other Odyssey, and it's also, it's, like, Odyssey is so well made, and I never thought about it from a creative standpoint. Like, we've talked about all the voice actors and how great they are and how, like, they go on to work on other stuff as well but like for the for the writers um who are actually making the show it's so it's so wild that like this is like what all their talents and skills are used for yeah it made a really good show that you and i love and still think about regularly Mm -hmm. and made a whole podcast about yeah but like yeah i don't know like would have would have anybody on this creative team made a really good movie or a TV series or like that like I don't know I Maybe. yeah you, you don't you certainly don't know and I don't know that there's really a great way of knowing I mean obviously unless some of them have left and move on to do other things but yeah it's 
I mean, well, yeah, Odyssey is very interesting in that within its own universe, it does so many different things. Um, and that was the funny thing, because I was listening to it, and uh, somebody who doesn't listen to Odyssey walked into the room with me. And I was just sitting there thinking, well, I was taking notes, and uh, <laughs> and I was like, wow, this does not sound like Odyssey really at all. <laughs> like, right, like, this right, sounds like well, actually very intense, and this is a genuine, like, this is a kid's show. Like, there's right. mostly you know, morals and stuff like that. And and I will say the Chris wrap-up was a bit upsetting. It's basically just like, people do bad stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The end. Yep. So there's there's two things we want to do, kind of kind of wrap this up if you're done. I'm, yeah, uh, I'm good. We've got discussion questions. Yep. But before we do discussion questions, there is a lot about the writing of this episode in um, Adventures in Odyssey, the official guide. Um, and so I'm going to read slash paraphrase a lot of that. Okay, go for it. Um, so, yeah, they they wanted this episode to, as an introduction to Jason, reintroduce Blackguard and set the stage for a final dramatic showdown. Um they decided that as soon as Wit had left Odyssey, that Blackard was going to return. Phil Lawler wrote the two-part episode from outline to final draft in just over a week. Which wow. is wild. Considering final how draft. complex yeah. this is. The early draft um, had a slightly different climax for this episode, for part two. So, in the original version... Tasha actually showed up to Odyssey with Molly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was Molly who was kidnapped rather than Tasha. She, It says that Molly was kidnapped while visiting the Wonderworld treehouse, which hmm. I think is really interesting, but also, like, this episode must have been so different. Yeah. Um, and Mustafa threatens to drown Molly near Trickle Lake. Wow. Um, yeah. Jason and Tasha rescue her, but Mustafa makes off with the formula, um, and the f- episode ends with Blackard taking the formula from Mustafa. Interesting. Um, there was even a version of the show where Jack Allen was an NSA agent, hmm. which I think is insane. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, I'm really glad they didn't go with that. I'm really glad they didn't. Oh, with Jack, yeah. No, it would have been too much. It's just like, I everybody's think, an agent. Connie's an agent, actually. Alex think, Jefferson, agent. Yeah. The the Molly capturing thing, actually, I think kind of would have worked. Um, but, like, I oh, get definitely. why they didn't do it. So so they talk about, like, they were just worried about how scary this was and violent this was going to be of having, like, a young girl being te- being threatened by a terrorist on a show that's for kids. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Um, and that whole thing where like they're taught, like they make reference in this episode subtly to torturing Molly. Yeah. Um, to get the information about the package, like that's how they knew yeah. the package was being sent to Odyssey. Um, and it was actually recorded. Um, Donovan telling Jason that they had found molly's body in a river um but they did not put that in the episode because once again they were like 
This is All a right, kid like show. This we does, can't do like, this. It does tie up a loose end that people will be wondering about, but it's also incredibly violent. Yeah. Um, yeah, the whole finding the body of, like, a 12-year-old girl, that's a little rough. Yeah. So that's that's kind of the the big the big thing for that. Um, you ready to move on I, to the discussion questions? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So, Dylan, do you think yes. what Jason did for a living is good or bad work for a Christian? Hmm. Well, Andrew, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think... Hmm. It's a hard question, I will say that. It is, it is, because I'm like, well, do I want to just, like, <laughs> come down hard on the stance of, like, no, it's a bad job for everyone? Yeah. Um, because, like, I do, like, I do understand the general necessity, I guess, mm-hmm. of of secret agents, but, you know, having a career built on lies doesn't seem like that's healthy regardless of who you are. Um, no, not at all. But but also, like, Jason seems to be handling it okay. Like, we don't have any moments in these episodes where I'm like, oh, shoot. Because, like, also, like, at this point in the show, Jason's not, e- like, he hasn't even been a Christian character, really. No. Like, no. these episodes are so caught up in the spy of it all. We don't know what Jason's faith is here. Like... He's not, he's not taking, you know, breaks to pray and like, like it's not a, yeah, it's so far disconnected from that, that like, I think the only, I don't think that point blank, this is a bad job for a Christian or a good job. Mm -hmm. I think it matters on how the person is handling it. And how they are able to reconcile that for themselves. And Jason doesn't seem to be struggling to handle that. He seems to be leaving the business, not because he's in a moral quandary, but just because he's ready for a slower part of life. And his dad asked him to do this. Um, So I don't, yeah, I I don't know what to say beyond that, other than like, he seems to be managing it fine and not have an issue with it. So I don't know why I should have an issue with it. That's that's a good point. Yeah, I, I'm kind of of the mindset where I just like, I mean, personally, I'm, I'm very, uh, you know, like, definitely non-lethal violence. Like, I'm, yeah, yeah, yep. like I would, I don't see how, you know, I mean, I, I, okay, I shouldn't say it like that. Personally, for me, I would never look to harm anybody for the sake of self-preservation because that's just not what I see exemplified in Jesus on the cross. So like if if we're bringing faith into it, like yeah, I'm I don't know that I could have a job that required me to kill people, but yes. like if that's not a part of the requirement, which Jason doesn't kill anybody, you know, it's you know, that that's fine. Like I mean, I I wouldn't have a terrible problem being a police officer just because, I, you know, the goal is to bring them into custody, and I've got no issue with putting bad people in jail, just yeah, just 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 killing them that I'm not so so into. So it, it you know, it's it's hard, and and like you said, with all the lying and stuff like that, I mean, 
I could never be an agent. Good God, I've got the biggest mouth on the planet. It wouldn't be good. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. As far as like faith-specific stuff, I think it it's very situation-specific. And, and depending on the person, you know, if... If you can, if you can wholeheartedly support the organization that you're working for and the work that they're doing, then like, if you think that they're working for the greater good, then like, yeah, maybe it is okay to 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 lie in that in that sense, you know, if it's for the greater good. Yeah, it it doesn't. Yeah, it's not it's not a thing where I'm like, well, being a spy and being a Christian are two mutually exclusive things, but it is a thing where like because of my faith and where I'm at with stuff, I would not want to be in a position of, you know, doing harm to other people. Exactly, exactly. Well, and, and there's this, there's a there's a lot to be said for, at least in this episode, what is shown is, yeah, there's, you know, there's a lot of harm. Like, presumably Molly got tortured. Um, Mustafa you know, probably beat up Tasha a good bit. Uh, you know, like it's not, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of violence and stuff like that involved. And there's, yeah, you gotta be okay with that. And I don't think that they're mutually exclusive, like you said, but it's definitely, certainly not for everybody. And I think a part of my Christian morals has kind of made me soft to that sort of thing. Hmm. Yeah. So, but I don't Andrew, know. If you, mm-hmm. Go for it. Andrew, is there such a thing as a synthetic virus in real life? Explain. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's not such a thing as a synthetic virus in real life. <laughs> it's the funniest thing to me that yeah. there's a question for children that's like, is there a synthetic virus? Explain, child. Like, maybe it's trying to platform parents to assuage some children's fears. But it's yeah, really, no, no, really definitely. funny to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, uh... yeah, you seem like a well-reasoned 10-year-old. Explain <laughs> or... to me why or why not there are synthetic viruses. Synthetic viruses. <laughs> well, uh... and the thing is that viruses, if you know anything about them, they're super complicated. And the reason that there can't really be synthetic viruses is because they aren't really alive. Viruses aren't bacteria. They're different. They only exist within the context of the host. So, it... Yeah. I, you, Andrew, I think that that's more reason to support a synthetic virus than a non, though. Well, the, Saying well, the that point, there can't be a... You just said there can't be a synthetic virus because they're not alive. Yes. So, that, what I'm trying to say is, is that, like, almost alive. all viruses like, we don't are make synthetic. living synthetics. Yeah. That's a fair point. <laughs> <laughs> like like not not to not to crush on the guy who actually went to, you know, medical school, but um nursing school, all right. <laughs> not the same. <laughs> but like well no, but the, so if the point is Viruses are really hard to understand, thanks coronavirus. Yes. Uh, they're yep. really complicated and very strange, so it'd be incredibly hard to make them synthetically. 
yes, I'm with you. You just threw the living thing into there, and I was like, you make it sound as yeah. though if <laughs> like it was alive, synthetic. Would, if it was alive, we'd be able to create synthetic stuff. But because it's not alive, we can't create it. I was like, Buddy, we can't create create synthetic living stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, and the last question: Why do you think some people want to do things to hurt their own country? Power, money, and women, brother. <laughs> yeah yep that's uh, uh that's yeah, that's they, about it <laughs> they want the control here yeah well uh, mustafa i mean mustafa clearly has a revolution that he's going for and probably some moral high ground within that and blackard is very yep. self-interested and clearly just wants to follow the power wherever it goes and wherever it leads so you know but it, it's pretty clear that it's yeah, we, yeah. We tell ourselves stories about the world around us to ex to you know expunge our conscious of whatever horrible things we're going to do. Yeah, so. I didn't think about these as necessarily anti-revolutionary episodes, but I guess they are. Yeah, well, they're certainly anti-Nazi. I'm gonna give him that. <laughs> yeah, not the Nazi thing again. Um, not the Nazi thing again. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, so but. uh. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. that's all I gotta say. Do you have anything to add? I do not. I am. Yeah, I really enjoyed this episode, mm -hmm. and I cannot wait um, until next week. Um, I'm not plugging anything. Are you plugging anything in? No, nah, I ain't got nothing to plug, brother. <laughs> yeah, it's there are no new reviews. It's the middle of a pandemic, so we don't have new stuff to plug. Yeah, um, I mean I. Mm, yeah, I'm I'm going to once school ends because it's a pandemic, hopefully I'll be able to to delve into some of my other podcasts a little bit more intensely. Yeah. Um so that's exciting, but other than that, yeah. you know, that's that's uh that'll be a, probably at least a month before anything comes out just because I still have to finish school. Right. Yep. So uh it is, uh, yeah, we'll be back in a week to talk about episode 293, A Code of Honor. Bye, guys. Bye. Wadfam Chalkpod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at WadFamChalkPod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at WadFamChalkPod at gmail.com. A Name, Not a Number, Part 2, was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Acebo, and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the WadFamChalkPod. <laughs>